episode number six of Once Upon a Podcast. We will be recapping the fourth episode of Once Upon a Time, which is called The Price of Gold. I'm Brianna. And I'm Serena. Here we're going to recap every episode of Once Upon a Time and compare them to their corresponding fairy tales, as well as with a bunch of other Disney movies. Okay, so we're going to just do a question of the day to start off our Marvel Disney news, because uh, we don't really have that much to update you guys on at the moment. Yeah, and we thought it would be fun to just ask, like, one random question, Disney, or just something else for at, at the beginning of each podcast, because we thought it would be a little fun just to, like, talk more about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our question for today is who is your favorite villain? And I'm assuming this is who is your favorite Disney villain, right? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Um, I did not think about this before we started recording, so I have no idea. Do you have <laughs> Do you have one? Can Jack Skellington count as a Disney villain? Is Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas is not Disney, is he? Yeah, right? it is. It it's is? on Disney Plus. Okay, but... Uh, is everything on Disney owned by Disney? Yeah. But anyway, I don't have to say him, but he's awesome. Um, I have a basic answer I feel like a lot of people say. Mm -hmm. But out of all the villains, I feel like one of the villains that's actually good would be Hades. Oh. Okay, wait, what's your reasoning behind that? He's very ambitious. He is, yes. And powerful. Yeah. And funny. And he has some great hair. The fire does well for his, I don't know, villainness. Yeah. I just feel like he's better than other villains. I mean, he doesn't really have much backstory, really, but he still seems better than some of the villains. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I like him. He's just kind of creepy. <laughs> and... I just love Hercules as a whole. Like, the whole movie is great. I yeah. think it's better than Beauty and the Beast, but... I love Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's the best Disney movie. I mean, but the songs in Hercules are better. No! They are! Come on, no. go the distance. Um, what's the other one? Uh, what, The Gospel Truth? Is that the title? Yeah, you don't even know the names of the it's song. The, I, I can see it yeah, for you. But yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, well, Beauty and the Beast has Beauty and the Beast guest on Belle. <laughs> um, I won't say I'm falling in love. <laughs> the mob song. <laughs> the transformation song that is just music, but it's so good. Oh, I don't remember that. It's so good. I listen to it all the time. Okay. I, won't. I won't say I'm in love. That's a great song. Go the distance, amazing. I already said that, but it's fine. You're saying the same stuff. Well, there's another one. There's like three different ones. There's a stupid it's, one that I hate. But it's like, isn't that the one that's the first gospel music type Disney movie? Probably. I think that's why it was so good, because it's just so different from the other ones. And yeah. it's very upbeat and fun. Be our guest is upbeat and fun. <laughs> Okay, that one is good, but the rest of Beauty and the Beast songs are kind of outdated. No. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on, back to the question. Uh, who is your favorite villain? Oh my gosh. I also like Mother Gothel because of her song. I was going to say that because her song is great. And... But she also is kind of annoying, because the whole purpose of her is to not grow old. And she's also very manipulative, and yeah. I don't... I mean, like... I mean, that that's... makes her a good villain, though. Right. She's a good villain, but I just don't like her as a person. So... I don't like any of the villains as a person. Oh, I forgot about Scar. Scar's a great oh, villain. Oh, yeah, he is. He has some good songs. And his sidekicks are great. The hyenas. <laughs> I just remember this weird part in Lion King where 
Timon and Pumbaa are supposed to distract the hyenas, so Timon puts on a hula dress and he starts, like, singing some weird song. But oh then gosh. in the live action, whenever they did that part, he started singing, like, Be Our Guest or something. Like, an actual Disney song. Wait, really? And I was kind of sad because I liked the original thing. Mm, yeah. I've never seen it live, so I wouldn't know, but... Oh, the live action. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's confusing. I haven't seen that live action either, so... <gasps> Is it... it was directed by the guy who plays Happy in Iron Man. John oh yeah, yeah yeah he directed it that's cool is it is it better than the original no no i mean the like i liked it it wasn't mm-hmm. bad i just liked the original a lot because it's like one of the first movies i was obsessed with when mm-hmm. i was younger so gotcha yeah i don't know i wasn't i didn't watch the older disney movies that much lion king you didn't watch it that much? I mean, I watched it some. That's we like had the one VCR. Of, that one is so good. Like, I think that has one of the best soundtracks, actually. Mm. Oh, the soundtracks for that. The soundtrack, because there's only one, for that is definitely good. I'm just surprised you haven't really watched it, because we had it on VCR, and we watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that the soundtrack the for Lion King was written by Elton John, who yeah. is amazing, so I, there's no way I could not like that yeah. soundtrack. I didn't know that it was written by Elton John until I got a gigantic Dan- Disney, what did I just say? A gigantic Disney piano book, and... The Lion King songs have ri- written by Elton John on them. That's so. so weird that you didn't know that. I, I didn't really pay attention to song artists. I can't think of the actual word right now. Composer. <laughs> yeah, well, composers, but also the singers and, I don't know. You don't pay attention to the singers of not, the song? Not in, not in songs that aren't pop songs or things that I don't hear in the radio. Uh, if I'm if I'm associating it if I am associating it with the movie, I just associate it with the movie and the title. I don't really pay attention to who sings it. Uh, you probably don't know this then. Dad and be prepared. There are two different guys singing it as Scar. Like there's a part where like the original dude sang it up to a part and then the new dude just jumped in and sang the rest. Really? Yeah. They pulled that off? Yeah, it doesn't even sound different. Wow. That's impressive. Good job on the new guy, to be honest. Because like, he probably had to match his voice to the yeah. other one. I have to listen to that later. Yeah, that song is so good. I was obsessed with it because of the part with the hyenas, where they're like, no king, no king, la 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 la. <laughs> and then he's like, idiots. There will be a king, but you said, I will be king, stick with me, and you'll never go hungry again. And then they're like, oh yeah, I love the king. (laughs) I said said it so wrong. (laughs) I love that part so much. Yeah, see, I would not have been able to quote Lion King because I didn't watch it that much. I just know the names of the songs and the general gist of what happens. Yeah, but back to this question. <laughs> oh gosh, what I about still don't Hook? know. Oh, do you like him? Uh, not in the original Peter Pan. Yeah, that's not. We watched um, the movie Hook. Oh which... yeah, I, that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that movie. It's an adaptation of Peter Pan. Um, it's the best adaptation ever. Yeah. Well, okay, so. A little bit of the premise of that movie, if you don't know what it is, Robin Williams is Peter Pan, but he is, he's grown up. He stayed and married the granddaughter of Wendy, which is really weird, and he becomes a super uptight businessman type of father. And he's scared of heights. Yeah, so... Which is really funny. Very ironic. And then he has to go back to Neverland to save his kids. So... Because Hook kidnapped them in their house. (laughs) I don't know how he found out that, um, Peter was there. 
Well, it wasn't even in their actual house. It was yeah, in but Wendy's like, house. How did he know they would be there? Because they hadn't visited Wendy's house in years. True. It's I just have no really idea. Weird. It was a very weird coincidence. Yeah, but that was a really good movie. It was a very heartwarming. Yeah, would 10 out of 10 recommend if you guys haven't seen it? Because mm-hmm. I, w- I used to be obsessed with that movie when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams, you know, gotta love him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Have you thought of a villain? I there's just I need to look. Ursula isn't bad. She has her moments. Um, I'm trying to think of all the villains. Beauty and the Beast doesn't even really have a villain. Gaston. Oh no, He's I don't stupid. like him. <laughs> oh my gosh! In Disney World, um. We were walking around and Gaston was, he was, like, randomly there, Mm -hmm. because I think he was near, like, his restaurant, because there's a restaurant called Gaston's Tavern in Disney World, and so he was there, and there was a line, so I got in line, but I was so scared of him, and I had my autograph book, and I wanted him to sign it, and he was like, why do you have a book women shouldn't read, and I was like, what is this, and I was so scared of him, because he looked so creepy, like, Gaston is a real person. It's so scary. With the hair. Yeah. I feel like the makeup would be intense for Gaston. Mm-hmm. He's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary for sure. But, gosh, who are the other villains? You've got, Mal- oh, Maleficent. I mean, I only like her, though, because of the new adaptations, not because of the original, so I think that's fake. Yeah. Um, I mean, the original one, she's not bad. Yeah. I did not like the witch in Snow White. Because she's irrelevant. We've already talked about this (laughs) in the Snow White episode. Yeah. Um... Let's see. What about, like, the newer movies? Oh! Hans. (laughs) That was my first thought, too, actually. Oh! Hans is, like, one of the worst villains ever. Yeah. I got so sad when he was like, I don't love you, Anna. That made me so sad, because I was like, that is so true. Men would do that. (laughs) Not not all men, but some men. (laughs) Yes. I'm just saying it's realistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Who else? Like, I need, like, a list of villains, but my phone is being used to record. Disney villains. Yes. Um, I'm gonna stick with Hades. Mm-hmm. Why is this on the AMC website? I have. That is no so idea. weird. <laughs> um, Scar, Scar Ursula, Ursula, Cruella Deville. No, she's creepy. Maleficent. Nope. Jafar. Oh, I forgot about Jafar. Him. He's actually a really good villain. Yeah, he's not bad. Cause he literally works his way up to mm-hmm. the palace. And manipulates everything so he can be the sultan. Yeah, and he's magical. Yeah. Gaston, evil queen. No. <laughs> I don't even know Professor if Radigan. I don't know. So I feel like I've watched that movie, though. I think I have, too, but I don't remember. Hades. Oh, oh. oh my gosh, he sings a song called Hellfire, and one time I was singing when I was younger, my mom got mad at me because it had a bad word. <laughs> but I was like, it's a Disney song. Um, yeah. Those are like the originals, but they don't have the new Disney villains. Is there even a villain in Moana? No, it's like this unnamed monster that they have to fight. The Queen of Hearts. <gasps> Wait, Doctor Doctor Facilier. That's my favorite. The Voodoo Man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, now that we finally determined that, do you want to explain <laughs> at all or not? Uh, I just think he's cool. He's a Voodoo Man, and his songs are good. I just like Princess and the Frog, to be honest. Yeah. So, and he has cool magic, and he's kind of funny. And the way that he dies is hilarious. That was traumatizing. Who <laughs> would also like eat him, and it's so weird. Yeah, I was just glad he was. And they're gone. like, "Are you ready? And then, ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Transformation Central." And then they eat him. Yeah. 
That's a good song. Alright, so now that we've finally figured out our favorite villains, we're gonna jump into the actual episode summary for mm -hmm. Once Upon a Time. The Price of Gold. We actually rewatched it because yeah, it's... We, we missed Once Upon a Time so much because we haven't watched it in a while, and we're still behind on recording episodes because, like, we watched a bunch, like, way back before we decided to do a podcast, and so we've been slowly recording them, but we're still not caught up to the episode we watched, so we just decided that it would be easier to rewatch it mm -hmm. because we'd still get our Once Upon a Time um, content, and, like, we'd still get to watch it. Even though it's a rewatch. Yeah. But I was fine with it. This is my favorite episode of season one, probably. Mm-hmm. I will say it's the one that has probably the most happy ending, almost. Yeah. So far that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, because the other ones kind of end depressingly. But <laughs> the pilot's fine. Yeah, the pilot isn't bad. Oh my gosh, I randomly thought of something. So whenever I first started watching, like, older shows, like, the 40-minute ones, mm -hmm. I watched something, I don't even remember which show it was, but it said pilot, and I was like, why is this called pilot? Why, like, why is that the name of the episode? And then I started watching other shows, and their first episode was also called pilot, and I was like, why are they all called pilot? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't remember when I figured out that pilot was just the first episode. I think it's because my dad watched Star Trek and he would always refer to the first one as pilot or something, so I just knew. Yeah. And I, also I figured it out after I watched a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch a bunch of TV shows as a kid, so I wasn't exposed to it, so I think I just knew through other people yeah. telling me. They only do it on, like, older shows, because on Disney shows, they have actual names. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes they'll have pilot, and then they'll also have episode one. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. I swear I've, I've seen it. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just me, I don't know. <laughs> or I maybe I'm imagining weird. things. Like, how did they come up with that as a first episode name? Uh... And who decided that was what it's gonna be called? The pilot... Isn't it, like... I don't actually know why, but I don't know. I always thought that it was kind of like if it uh, crashed. <laughs> I always imagined it sort of like an airplane. Mm -hmm. And if it crashed because the first episode was bad, then they wouldn't do the rest of the show. So, like, it's a test, which I somehow associated a pilot. Uh, we should look this up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> back to the episode. So, this episode was all about Cinderella, mm -hmm. and in reality, Cinderella's name is Ashley... Ashley Boyd. Oh, Boyd. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she's a maid, but where do we even... Oh, we started uh, in, in Enchanted well, Forest, right? Or we no? should start in reality. Oh, okay. I'll, okay, so at the beginning of the episode, I think... So we talk about how Emma's in the diner? Oh, yeah. Wait. Is that the first time? Oh, wait, she's going to the diner, and then Sarah Graham offers her a position right. as his deputy, and she's, like, not really sure, because I feel like she's still, like, kind of conflicted. She obviously wants to stay for Henry, but I think she's afraid to, like, settle in too much, so, like, getting a job would kind of hook her in to the town a little more and I think she's wary of that and also she also believes that Regina will be so mad if she does that I don't really care I don't yeah, I don't she think doesn't... she cares yeah what Regina thinks so I don't know if that really plays into her decision at all but I feel like she used that as an excuse oh maybe yeah but yeah she obviously she... would do something to make Regina mad and then she goes into the diner and she gets hot chocolate. I remember because I wanted hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she spells it on her shirt. Wait, no, before that, Regina comes in. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Graham offers her a job as a deputy because she used to work looking for people and Yeah, she was a cases. bail bonds woman. Yeah. Bail bonds person is yeah. what she calls it. 
So she sort of has experience in that area. So she doesn't know what to do about that, but she goes into the diner, she gets hot chocolate, and then Regina walks in. And oh, right. Emma? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not worried about you. Yeah, so she she tells Emma that she saw her and Henry walking to school. Yeah. Because they did that at the very, very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then she's... I don't, she, she's yeah. like, I knew you were with Henry, but I don't care because I don't think you're a threat. And then she threatens her. It's so funny because if she's actually not threatened by her or worried about her, why would she be talking to Emma? Why would she even care? Oh my god. Regina has a crush on Emma. That's why everyone shipped them in the first season. What? They have this weird, like, tension. Oh, they definitely do. Regina Um, obviously wants to see Emma because she loves her. And just threaten her the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) That's how love works. That's how she flirts with people. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Anyways. Regina... Uh, what? Threatens Emma. Yeah, she threatens Emma, basically, and then leaves because that's what she does. And then Emma gets up and spills hot chocolate all over her, which then she goes to to the washer in the diner. I'm not sure why they have that. It's a bed and breakfast. Oh, it's oh, like it's a in the dime. same building. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it makes sense. Anyway, so she goes to wash her shirt. And then she steals a random shirt to wear. <laughs> and yeah, continue. I thought that was so weird. But I guess she could just go back for her clothes and return that. But it's still weird that she just took a random shirt. Yeah, well, she wasn't going to stand around in a public place but she without didn't a shirt ask on. Anyone. She just took it. Yeah, I feel like she could have asked Red for yeah, Why a didn't shirt. she just go back to... Isn't she at Mary Margaret's house? Yeah. Why didn't she just go back home and wash it there? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> but anyway. Then she meets Ashley in the laundry room. Yes, because Ashley, the maid, is washing the sheets. Yeah, who's also Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And she, she gets super upset about them being pink, which I thought was really funny because that same thing happens in Friends in one of the fr- season one episodes. With Rachel? Yeah. With, like, she had one red sock or something in it. And That's everything never happened pink. to me. Like, I've yeah. never done that, so I don't get how people do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, know how that works. <laughs> yeah, it must it must be super pigmented or um, yeah. something. But, yeah, that's never happened to me, thankfully. Oh, my gosh. My dad did wash my towel and get pen ink on it because he puts pens in his pants. And then he washed my towel with it, and now there's a pen ink stain on my nice towel that I got from Target. (laughs) Aww. Oh, and also I usually wash my stuff, so I was so sad. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, back to Ashley. So, she's crying about her pink sheets, and then she starts randomly talking about how she's pregnant and not gonna be able to take care of the baby. And Emma, low-key, is just done and wants to leave. Yeah! (laughs) She really doesn't want to have this conversation right now, but... Yeah, she doesn't seem very nurturing. Like, I mean, she could be, but, like, I feel like she doesn't like to have these deep talks. Yeah. Unless she has to. Yeah. She's a very closed up person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like the type that would get into these conversations very easily without lots of pushing. Yeah. But, yeah, so she and Ashley start talking, and basically Emma's just like, do whatever you want. If you want to have the baby, keep the baby or whatever, mm-hmm. you can do it. Yeah, and I think she tells her about how she had a kid at, um... 18. Yeah, so yeah. she was trying to encourage her. Mm-hmm. And then she says this that she can change her life, which kind of annoyed me the whole time. They they kept saying change her life or, like, change your life. Yeah, and they like, were making it seem like her life was bad because she got pregnant yeah. or something. I don't know. It seemed really weird. I just, the way that they said it kind of bothered me. I feel like they could have been like, you can... I don't know, not change your life, like, four different times. 
Um, I can't even explain why that bothered me, really. I think it's just because sometimes people get in these situations, and it's not like they meant for it to happen, and, like, the way they grew up could have just been, like, for example, like, the different classes, like, low-income families, they don't choose to, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that does, that, the way that they were saying that, like, just change your life. Like, you can't... (laughs) Like, I mean, in some way, you can try, but it's not always so... It seemed... The way that they said it made it seem so easy. Yeah. I think that's what bothered me uh-huh. about it. Like, oh, you can just change your life. Just do it. And it seemed like she wasn't even doing anything. Literally. Yeah. Like, her life didn't seem bad to me, but also, I, we, didn't, we only saw, like, a glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was clearly upset about it, so, I don't know. I just don't like when people tell other people what to do. Like, how people were telling her that she should give up the baby because she's not ready. Mm -hmm. Like, she should be able to decide for herself, and they're just manipulating her. I know they're trying to help her, but at the same time, they're kind of forcing her to do something she doesn't want to do. And they should let her make her own decisions. Mm -hmm. And they're not really hearing what she is trying to tell them. And yeah. I don't like when people do that. I feel like it's also kind of annoying that they wouldn't have looked at what she's trying to do. Because they said that she was taking night school, she was trying to, I don't know, save up some money, to, I don't know, what else? There were other things. But that she was trying to do the best that she could mm-hmm. with the circumstances. And, like, I think if you look at that, you'll see somebody who really wants to be a good mother yeah and cares enough to do all of that so yeah Mm -hmm. that irritated me a little but they had that conversation and uh ashley left feeling empowered because the next thing we see is her robbing uh, Mr. Gold. <laughs> yeah. Well, breaking and entering, I guess. I was so mad because she literally started walking up as he was leaving, and he could have easily seen her. Yeah, like, that he was not smart. She, he was walking this way, and she was, like, walking right there yeah. next to him. Yeah, it was very visible. And, yeah, she could have snuck around so much better, yeah. to be honest. But, uh... Yeah, so she used a brick and broke the window, which I don't even know to this day why she did that. Oh, wait, no, she did that to get the key and open the door, that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, I don't even know why she was there. Why, Why was she... She was looking for the contract, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she took. Okay. Because she... It didn't really show it, I don't think, but she had to wait till he, like, because Mr. Gold heard her, uh-huh. and then he walked in, and she had to, like, knock him out, and she yeah. grabbed the key, yeah. and it opened to, like, a cabinet or something, uh-huh. and I feel like it was a contract about the baby, because I don't know what else it could possibly be. Yeah, that, I guess, that makes sense. I didn't see that whole thing. I only saw her grab some kind of little gold thing off of his belt yeah i or think something it was like key. yeah okay yeah i, I can't believe she knocked him out that was so funny well she didn't actually she pepper sprayed him and then he like <laughs> he's just he all i mean i don't i've never been pepper sprayed so i have no idea how that would feel but he like bounced off of several things before <laughs> he, he fell i mean he also is old and literally has to walk with a cane oh true so he can, like, if he gets a little disoriented, he could get really injured. Yeah. Um, Fair. But I thought that was funny. But then <laughs> whenever he went to see Emma to ask for her help, he only had a tiny cut on his head. And I thought that was so funny. Yeah, I think, I swear, he would have had bruises. Yeah. From he the could way have that had, he got like, hit. a bump on his head or something. Yeah. But no, it was just a tiny red mark. <laughs> he, I think he had to lift his hair to sew it, too. Yeah, he looked completely fine. <laughs> he, anyways. <laughs> it was like, they couldn't put more makeup on him. They already put hours worth of, like, crocodile makeup on him when he plays Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Disgusting. I do not like that. It makes him look like he's 
stone or something. He looks like leather to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better description, like actually. Like, leather, like snake. Mm-hmm. Like, a mix between leather and snake skin. Yeah. He's just metallic in a weird way. Yeah, it's really weird, because I don't think I really got it when I first started watching. Yeah. It's Is his skin made of gold? But, like, very gray gold. <laughs> Why would it be made of His name is Mr. Gold. I don't know. Maybe he turned crazy. Maybe he got Midas on his bad side. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> if Midas touched him, his whole body would have turned to gold. True. Then he wouldn't be able to move. The golden touch. <laughs> okay, um. Oh, yeah, anyway. So, um. She breaks in, and then later, oh, this is the, I don't like this part, Regina is with Henry, and she's like, I'll be back at five, I have to go to a council meeting, Yeah, which is so gross, and then she, like, gives him all her rules about how he's not allowed to leave, and then the second that she drives away, he runs out of the house. He's such a gutsy little guy, like, honestly, I had did not have the guts to do anything against my parents' word. I would never do that. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't be able to because I live in the middle of the woods and I wouldn't be able to drive, so I wouldn't get very far. Well, Henry can't drive either, but somehow he makes it across town just fine. Oh my gosh, I just remembered another random. (laughs) What? So when I was younger, I used to make lists a lot for no reason. Mm -hmm. And so for fun, like, it was like some game in my head. Like, I didn't actually want to do this, but I made a list about if someone was running away, like, what they should bring. And then my mom found it and thought I was going to run away, but I wasn't actually going to. I just liked making lists. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. It probably was stupid, too. It probably was, like, bring Harry Potter books or something. (laughs) That's such a you thing to do. Like, make a list about running away, but then not actually run away. But then just leave it out for your parents to find. I didn't leave it out. It was in my room next to my bed. I snooped around. I also made a list of um, Harry Potter, like, homework assignments from the books. Wait, that's actually fun. Do you still have that? Probably. I want to see that at some point. It was from Order of the Phoenix, because I was like, I'm going to study for the owls, and the only thing I remember writing down was an essay about moonstones, like the properties of moonstones and its uses in potion making. Yes, because Snape was petty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I also made these weird princess schedules. Okay, this is too old. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Wait, am I princess? Sure, go for it. Okay, so I made it like princess and the popper. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I wanted to be the princess, so I made like a schedule like Monday through Friday, and it was some stuff from the free song where he's like, um, the dude, like, lists all the stuff she has to do, so I put that on my schedule, and then I also put random stuff like horse riding and tea time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really want to see these lists now. They, they're probably so elaborate, to be honest. <laughs> they're probably in my room. Yeah. Because I don't throw stuff away. Do a play I can never fall. <laughs> um... Anyways. Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, um, yeah, about how Henry runs out of the house. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then he goes to Emma's house, but Rumpelstiltskin's already there. Mr. Gold. Sorry, Mr. Gold. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention, but Mr. Gold is talking to Emma because he wants her to um, find Ashley because um he doesn't want to go to the cops. He just wants to go to her, and he wants her to bring Ashley back because he wants her baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's so creepy. Oh, I forgot to... Can we look this up? Why does Rumpelstiltskin... Why is he so obsessed with children? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so I'm typing on Google, and the first thing that pops up is why does Rebel Stoskin want babies? And then the second one is why does Rebel Stoskin hate Shrek? <laughs> Which is funny because we just watched Shrek. But anyways. Oh yeah, okay. So Mr. Gold goes to Emma, and he's being all creepy and not telling her what he needs to find from Ashley that she took. But we know that it's her child. And yeah, oh, so Emma goes to the diner and asks Ruby because that's where she met Ashley. And also, uh, Ruby is Ashley's friend. And then Ruby tells Emma that uh, Ashley has a stepmother and a steps two stepsisters. And um, so. Of course, Henry figures out really quickly that Ashley is Cinderella. Um, and then, oh, Ruby also tells Emma that Ashley is um, trying to put her life back together and she doesn't talk to her ex, um, who is Thomas, Prince Charming. Is, oh, I keep calling him Prince Charming, but Prince Charming is actually Snow White's husband in this case. It's so weird. It's cousin the actual Cinderella. They also call him Prince Charming, don't they? Or do yeah. they just call him the prince? I don't remember. I think it was Prince Charming and Cinderella, and not in Snow White. Because in Snow White, it's Prince, prince Florian. Yeah, but nobody knows that name. He's <laughs> also Prince Charming. Yeah, anyways. Um, I found something random. Mm -hmm. It's not about the grim thing. But it says that in a philosophical sense, a child, particularly a first child, is a significant and precious object to sacrifice. <laughs> and children are the future. Okay. <laughs> yes, children are their future. Are are the future. That's that's definitely true. It also says that in the actual stories. Asking for a baby is what Rumpelstiltskin does. Well, yeah, but why? I There's don't gotta know. be a reason. I don't know. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> but continuing on with the plot, I don't oh, think we're gonna find an explanation for it. That's so sad. Well, I can postulate later. <laughs> so Emma goes to talk with um. Ruby? No. Wait, where are you at? No. <laughs> she goes to talk with her Ashley's ex, whatever Thomas. his name is. Thomas. Oh, yeah, and the dad's there. The dad oh, is yeah. so rude. Yeah, the dad is, like, basically the whole reason that Sean, yeah. who is Thomas, um, He's broke up with Ashley. His son. He probably threatened him with things to yeah. make him break up with Ashley. I think it's because in the story, story right that the uh king was like you can't marry anybody other than a princess and you can't do this and this to the prince yeah so it sort of makes sense and mirrors real world but it's still annoying and it's weird because like most of the people are older but sin well ashley and thomas are only like 18 or 19 which is weird because the rest of the main people are like in their 30s and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just different for them because since they're so young, they have parents that can kind of control them more. That's really interesting, actually. Do you think they mirrored the ages that they were supposed to be in the fairy tales? I don't think so, because Snow White in the fairy tale is 14. Oh, well, okay, besides her. <laughs> I don't know how old. I feel like the princesses are kind of young, though. Like, most yeah. of them. So I don't think it would do that. It's just interesting that they would make her younger mm -hmm. than everyone else. Yeah, I wonder what the reasoning behind that was. But anyway, Emma realizes that she didn't get any information from that, so she went back to Ruby and realized that Ruby was stalling her so that Ashley could get away to Boston. Mm -hmm. um, and then Henry's freaking out because everyone gets hurt when they try to leave. Um, yeah, except for Emma. Yeah. Because she is, is... The savior. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she originally lived outside of the town, so she's fine. Mm -hmm. So they chase after her, and Ashley is 
on the side of the road. Wait, having... I, just, I just thought of something. You said she originally lived outside of town, but technically Henry would have too, because she gave birth to him. Oh. Well, but since she put him up for adoption... And he also left. He left to find her. Yeah. So, like, I think technically he can leave. Yeah. It's just because he's a kid. That's what they said in the episode, right? Yeah, but I 10. feel like he could leave because he's not really in the book. Yeah. So he probably can leave, but yeah. he can't because he's little. Yeah. So. Okay, we've solved that, but. <laughs> I keep forgetting what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, right. So they found... Ashley on the side of the road. Oh yeah, um, she right? was going into labor. Yeah, she was going into labor, and which would freak me out if yeah. I were her. Yeah. Um. So Emma basically speeds her back to the hospital, and Ashley's freaking out because Mr. Gold's gonna take her child, mm-hmm. and uh, Emma basically has a motivational mother speech, and um, she's. She tells her that she'll deal with gold and make a deal with him because she doesn't, she also doesn't believe in the fact that someone's taking a choice away from Ashley. Mm-hmm. And she's also been through a similar experience, so she wants to help her. Yeah. Um, and then she also tells um, Ashley that she's going to try and get Mr. Gold to let her keep the child in yeah. any way she can. Yeah. And so we see that she does end up doing that successfully by making a deal with Mr. Gold. Mm-hmm. Which, um, first of all, Emma makes a deal to do a favor for Mr. Gold. That's so vague. Yep. Never, <laughs> ever, ever make a deal that's that vague. Yeah, and he could literally like, be like, I want you to kill this person. I know! I mean, come on. You're all, like, 20-something. You need to know this. Yeah, but she can handle herself. I know what the deal is. You won't find out for a while. I don't know. I'm scared. I feel like the it's- deal is something bad. Like, maybe Mr. Gold gets put in a position and she has to save her, save him, I think, is what's gonna actually happen like mr gold gets into legal trouble of some sort and then she has to figure out a way to get him out of it even though he is guilty that's my theory (laughs) (laughs) i'm just dying because i know what it is and you will never be able to guess what it is no okay (laughs) i think my guess is good you guys let me know what you think i think mine's good but yeah, so that's, like, the main thing. And then after Ashley, um, has the baby, Thomas shows up with a little gift, um, of, like, tiny baby shoes. And it's super cute because he decided that he was gonna, like, go against his family and be with her and raise the baby. hmm And I'm proud of himself for standing up to his family. Yeah, for sure. Character growth. Yeah, he's so adorable. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah, Thomas, both, I mean, Thomas in the Enchanted Forest and Sean, who is his counterpart in the real world, they're both very caring individuals and they would do a lot, it seems, for their family. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Enchanted Forest time, mm-hmm. probably. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, we forgot the most important thing. Oh no! This part literally scarred Serena. So, <laughs> Regina's quote-unquote council meeting is actually, she is at Sheriff Graham's house. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know, that, hanging out with him, gross. That's that. I don't I'm you pretty hate sure how they did it. Yeah, she's like, oh, you left your socks under the bed, and then it, she like leaves, and it's other parts, and then it goes back to the room, and he picks up the socks. 
I'm pretty sure I screamed, like, yeah. audibly when that first happened. I was like, this is not happening! Yeah, this- no, that definitely, like, got me so shook when I first watched it. Because the thing is, Regina is so evil, and Graham, I mean, he's... He seems such, like, a sweet boy. Yeah, he seems like a good guy, and the fact that this is happening just upsets me. I know, and also it seems like she has no, like, emotions besides anger. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. It's a weird relationship. She's very controlling of him. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't, like, because she's ordering him around the sheriff's office and stuff. And I mean, she has everybody under her control, but. Yeah, he, tr- well, I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was shocking, and that is the end of our reality. So switching yeah. to Enchanted Forest now, yeah. we get Cinderella's story. Yeah, which um, starts off like the classic Cinderella with the fairy godmother showing up, mm-hmm. and then within like five seconds, they change everything, and yeah. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin literally makes the fairy godmother explode. It's so... I did not expect that, but she just explodes into smoke, and then in her place is standing creepy snake Rumpelstiltskin. So, yeah. so funny. And clearly, Cinderella is very shocked and yeah, she's scarred. Like, no, I was gonna go to the ball, but then this random dude killed my fairy godmother that I didn't know existed until now. <laughs> That's just such a it's rapid like, 10 yeah, seconds. You get your hopes up really high, and then they drop, and then she literally has to convince Rumpelstiltskin to, ta- to like, get her all ready for the ball. Yeah, because now she has this idea in her head, and she's not letting go of it, and she knows that Rumpelstiltskin is magical and can still make her, er, yeah, let her go to the ball. Yeah. So, she basically begs him to do so, which, <sighs> begging Rumpelstiltskin for anything is a bad idea, because he will take advantage of your desperation. Yep. Which he does exactly that with her. She signs a contract uh-huh. that's ridiculously long. She doesn't even read any of it. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, I'm gonna sign this. Yeah, okay, he unravels a scroll that, like, goes from his head to his feet. <laughs> And she doesn't even care. This is the exact same thing that I'm irritated about with Emma. Like, you can't just agree to things without reading the fine print. Emma's way more capable than Cinderella. Like, she couldn't handle it. She's had a hard life. Like, she'll be able to handle him. Sure. But you shouldn't put yourself in that position in the first place. And didn't sign a contract. Okay, that's true. Actually, verbal uh, agreements aren't as binding yeah. as signing contracts. So, all in all, Cinderella's move was way worse than Emma's. Yeah, but she is also younger, so she could be easily tricked into yeah, that. Yeah, but come on. Like, be you, smart. If you were in her shoes, do you think you wouldn't do the same thing? I no, would. I don't think I would, to be honest. I, I would look at that contract would. and be like... I would try to no. look at it and see it's too long and be also, like, okay. Also, this guy is creepy. Come That's on, true. he killed somebody in front of you, and he's now making you sign a contract without any terms. Like That's true. But I what? feel like if I tried to run away, he would chase me. No, he was leaving. He was just going to poof himself away. <laughs> And she would have been fine. <laughs> she just sold her life away to a creep that killed her fairy godmother in front of her. She wanted to go to the ball. Because she wanted to look pretty in a dress in front of a prince. Well, her life was hard. She had to clean and do nothing else and she had no friends. Okay, yes, her life was hard. However, there are other ways to do so you to think change she should have life. gone to the ball in rags and then everyone would be like who are you loser servant no she should i mean 
There's probably going to be another ball. I'm no, just because saying. he married the first person he met. So she would have never gone to marry Okay, him. well then sew up a dress real quick. It's just... How is she going to sew a dress in time with a ball Fine, get some money, buy a dress. She's poor. She's a servant. Her okay, but it's more realistic. It's, <laughs> it's more realistic to get money from someone. <laughs> In this, I don't care. It's more realistic to pay for a dress than to, I don't even know, ask for this magic from some guy that you barely even know. You know, like, seriously, she could have done up her hair. She could have put on a dress. She could have got some nice shoes. It would have been fine. What money? <laughs> oh, my God. She could have found money. If she really wanted to go, she could have saved up some money and hid it from her stepmother. Let's be honest. She could have found it last minute. You don't know that. Look at how they rip her dress. Okay, sure, but you should have a backup dress. (laughs) I don't know. I'm making up stuff at this point. But I'm just irritated that they both made a deal with Rumpelstiltskin without reading the fine print. Emma didn't have a contract. Well, she knew that it was just a favor without any, spe- like, specific terms. Yeah. That's terrible. But also, she went back into a corner. It was either her do him a favor or he steal the baby. <laughs> she could have bargained more for that. He was in a corner, too. I sh- yeah, I guess. So, Wait, what corner was he in? Cause like she said that he would get into legal trouble because he's buying a child, and she was uh, gonna look into that, and she could have done. Can other it. people even go in Storybrooke? Like, could they randomly get? Like, how would they do the legal trouble? Like, do the they even stuff? have a court in Storybrooke? Probably. Or else the mayor could be the judge <laughs> because that she's everything. <laughs> Her judging Emma versus Mr. Gold, who she both hates, that wouldn't end well. Yeah. So, Cinderella story. She goes to the ball, and she gets married to uh, Thomas. Thomas. The most basic name ever. And, uh, yeah, she marries Thomas. She's super happy. And then they have a ball, and Snow White is randomly there. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I don't know how they became friends. They don't really explain that. I mean, maybe, maybe they Snow White at the ball because she just got married. I don't think so. They seem too friendly for that. And she said that she was pr- like Snow White said that she was proud of her, which is not something you say to a stranger. So, but it was she was saying that because it was proving people to people that they can change their life. So you could say that to anyone. I don't know. I It just seemed like they were more than just strangers at yeah. that. So I think they were friends. But how would they know each other? I'm theorizing. Cinderella was poor. I, well, it must have been that Snow White went through the town while she was still a thief. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they would have met or what the circumstances would have been, but that's my guess. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, so they dance and stuff, and then Rumpelstiltskin randomly shows up, and it bothered me that nobody saw him, because Snow White was right there, yeah. and she knows who he is, mm-hmm. so he literally shows up and starts dancing with Cinderella, and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, since I got you all of this, now you have to give me your firstborn child. <laughs> Which I'm still bothered by, because I want to know why. Why is it the firstborn child? I don't know. Why I is it a child at all? Again, but I don't know if there's going to be any info. Yeah. I don't, I really don't understand why they, he wants a child. Maybe, you know what? I have a theory. Okay. Because he, in, we have done his backstory, right? No, you not. can't. You can't. Dang it. Are I, you, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. But we can't talk about that. Dang it. Well. Okay. I'll keep this theory for another time. Yeah. But, um. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has a weird obsession with firstborn children. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know how to explain it because he doesn't seem like a very rational person. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that, yes. He's not very rational. Okay, um... Yeah, so then she's freaking out and Cinderella's like, I'd better, like, run away because, um, she has to get- she has to give him the baby. And I guess she doesn't want to bring Thomas into all of this drama. And so she's trying to run away, but then he comes back early from hunting. And so he obviously, like, sees that she's packing. And he's like, don't worry, like, whatever's wrong, I'll help you. And she tells him about everything that's going on. And then they make a plan. Yes, they make a plan to kid- not kidnap, what am I saying? To- (laughs) (laughs) To kidnap Rumpelstiltskin. The kidnapper, um, no. Uh, they're going to trap him by tricking him. So, Rumpelstiltskin loves to make deals. Yeah. And he already made a deal with Cinderella, but they're going to trick him- into, into thinking, signing another contract. Yes, into making another deal to basically undo the last one. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella tricks him into thinking that she's having twins, which... I um, don't get that because I feel like he would know that. Like, I don't understand all of this because I feel like he knew that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So when he knows she would be having twins and then also... When she says that she only wants to go away the both of the kids because the kingdom is poor and they need, like, the crops are dead and stuff, wouldn't mm-hmm. he know that that's a lie unless it's somehow true? But, like, wouldn't he know all of this? I think he does know that, she's lying. that it's a lie. The only thing that I'm confused about is why he would let himself be trapped you'll understand more later well yeah maybe but because like i think i think he knew the whole time what was happening that he she was lying to him because he was very in her face about what would happen if she was lying to him and that seemed like a huge threat and Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then he let himself get captured, which I think must have some kind of other motive, because... Yeah, it's definitely in his plan. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, Mr. Gold, Rumpelstiltskin doesn't do anything without an ulterior motive, and... Oh, and also the way that they trap him is actually really significant. So, they use squid ink, um, which is, like, I don't know, it's just, like, this magical ink that can trap him for like a certain amount of time until they get him into the prison or whatever but mm-hmm. it's really significant later in the show also oh yeah interesting yeah they use a magical quill that um well it's just the ink the quill doesn't matter oh but they didn't tell you they didn't tell us that oh <laughs> <laughs> well i'm explaining everything <laughs> well yeah it's given to them by the blue fairy which we don't know much about right now mm-hmm. um but yeah so they get this quill he has to sign the contract to yeah. be able to have the fake deal mm-hmm. um which he does to get himself trapped and then everything seems fine and then uh cinderella starts having contractions or pains or something and uh thomas is like oh let me get you water make you feel better so he goes to the well and then it pans back to cinderella and she's like oh i'm fine then she gets worried because he's not answering her and she walks over to the well, and he's gone. His cape is just laying on the well. Mm-hmm. So that part's so sad. I it hate is. it so much. Yeah. I just don't understand why they would do that to us. Because yeah. <laughs> we can't ever have a happy ending. Yeah, except the episode ended good anyway. Mm-hmm. Because it ended happy in reality. Yeah. True. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what Rumpelstiltskin did to him. Because, um... I feel like 
he had something weird in the contracts he signed mm-hmm. where if he didn't follow it, maybe that was somehow in there because he knows everything. Yeah. So maybe he said something like if she doesn't follow through, he gets to take Thomas or whatever. I don't know where Thomas goes, though. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so He was weird. by a well. But, like, his cape was... Oh, it was so weird. What if he turned into a frog? What if he's a frog? Oh my gosh! <laughs> they never ever explain it. Really? Yeah. What if it, I? Here's my theory. He turns into a frog. He jumps down the well. And if he turned into a frog, wouldn't he want to stay there and try to get her attention? Well, maybe when he's a frog, he doesn't actually have like. A brain or a memory. I don't know. Maybe you turn into a mosquito. No. I despise mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are gross. They're the worst thing ever. They should all die. And I don't say about that I don't say that about anything else besides mosquitoes. They're terrible. Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> Prince Charming probably turned into a frog and will become the frog and the princess and the frog. And my guess is that he vanished and his atoms became the air surrounding everything. He's just gone forever. (laughs) Because nobody's gonna know how to read. He's a tree like in Percy Jackson. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, I doubt it. But I think my theory is plausible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's basically it for the Enchanted Forest stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my theories, we've talked about some of them already. Yeah. Oh, I guess there's one thing that we didn't talk about. So, Emma and Henry uh, were discussing code names at the beginning when they were taking a walk. Mm-hmm. And Henry was like, oh, what should I call you? Like, what should be your code name, Emma? And Emma's just like, uh. (laughs) You can call me Emma. (laughs) Which is so weird. Yeah, she couldn't think of anything. So she was just like, whatever, just my name, I guess. And at the end, she tries to go for pumpkin. And he was like, no, that does not work. (laughs) That was so weird. I was like, what? He never calls her that. Yeah. I think, hmm, I don't know. My first thought was that it was going to be mom and be, like, really cheesy because he says um, that she's not ready for it yet. Oh, that would make sense, kind of. Um, But also, it's not, like, a code name, but that would make sense. mm Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I was thinking was that they both like cinnamon, so it could be interesting if it would be cinnamon, but I don't think that's that's weird to call your mom cinnamon. So I, I think no. Cinnamon. <laughs> because they both like cinnamon on the that's hot chocolate thing. But um, just call her Swan because that's her last name and it's an animal. Yeah. Henry doesn't have a code name either yet, does he? It can be. I'm trying to think of a good nickname. <laughs> Sherlock. He's like a detective. Sherlock. Oh. <laughs> Cinnamon and Sherlock. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't think of anything good right now. I was trying to think of a really good nickname. Yeah, nothing is coming to mind at the moment. Yeah. And then, just some random things. Where, oh no, not where. How, nope, not how either. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm so confused. Which question are you looking at? (laughs) I got confused. Okay. Um, what is, uh, Ruby's wolf keychain, and is it significant? So, in this episode, we see in the car, she's like, Billy, be careful with my car. Dude, no, gonna... she's like, Billy, be careful with my wolf thingy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so I have no idea why it would be significant. I mean, it's the wolf from Red Riding Hood, so it's got to be significant somehow. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like, it's got to be something real world, so I think the wolf is going to be a person, right? But then, what would that keychain be? Maybe the wolf is the keychain. (laughs) That seems wrong. That seems wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's like... people can become an animate object. I, I don't know. Is it like the wolf spirit or something? Or just, oh, maybe it's the way that he turns into, no, what? I don't know what I'm saying The anymore. wolf is her grandma. That's scary. I don't know. I have no idea what this keychain is. I was trying to figure it out earlier, but it, nothing was coming to me. Oh, and then who is Prince Charming's dad? Honestly, I don't really think he's that relevant. I think he's just a king. (laughs) At the moment. So... (laughs) Why do you write that as a question? (laughs) I don't know. I thought I could come up with something, but then I was like, eh. He's, He's just irrelevant. He's an annoying character. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any funny trivia. Oh. Oh my gosh. Several of the guests in the background of Cinderella and Thomas's wedding celebration fall are computer generated. Oh, really? So is it just like the four of them and Rumpelstiltskin? It's just them doing twirls around oh each other. <laughs> it's CGI. That's so funny. Cultural references. Oh, I didn't know they had this. What are you, where? Cultural references. Oh. That's kind of useful. It talked about the child thing, but it doesn't explain it. See? It just says he wants a child. It's so weird, guys. What is this? Anyway. Wait, why does it say it features an ugly duckling? This episode features the ugly duckling and Snow White, the prince, and one of the dwarves. What? What ugly? What? I clicked on Ugly Duckling and it went to Emma Swan's page. I'm so confused. Whatever. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm confused. Um. We should stop now. <laughs> Alright. I don't know if I'll find any more trivia. Oh, I love this thing. Um, Regina mentions that Emma lived in Tallahassee for two years. And, um, she was like, what did you enjoy so much about Tallahassee? And I really like it because it's foreshadowing. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Make a guess. Why do you think she liked (laughs) Tallahassee? I have no idea. Um. Make up something. (laughs) I don't know. I think maybe Henry was born there or something. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're just right. giving up at this point. <laughs> I, think, I think we should probably end it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you're still here, this was kind of an interesting episode. Episode, yeah. It was fun to watch Once Upon a Time again after yeah. a little while. Mm-hmm. And we will continue on with our next episode. Yeah, so soon. stay tuned for next Monday. Woo! <laughs> okay, bye guys. Bye guys.